Metricast. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Art. Politics. And overall badassery. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. Kids, how's everybody out there in Radio Land? I'm Dave. Yes, hi. Uh, have a special guest on this week's episode. <laughs> weeks. <laughs> we go weeks without. Sometimes in a month we'll have five episodes. I don't know. It's a timing thing. Uh, yes, Jonathan Shankup will be on, also known as JD Talking Sports Podcast, also known as Puppet to His Friends. Yes, that is his nickname. And here, you guys know him as Critical Mass. I used to have him on and do rants, which you'll get a piece of that as well. Uh, let's see. I recently... Okay, I, I've been down on, on foreign flicks lately because they've been letting me down. I love them, normally. The horror ones, anyway. Um, the action flicks, I got a bunch of those to review, but this is not what this show's about. However, when Sean's here and maybe Fury are... Uh, the guy that supplies me with some of these films to watch. Uh, Fury is our um, local movie critic here. And yes, he gets paid to review movies. And he gave me this one. Uh, Creepy Crawly. This is one from Thailand. It is a monster romp. Fall. It falls right into the pattern of all monster romps. You know, giant boss at the end type of thing. Uh, few surprises, meaning it's actually good. <laughs> Uh, characters that are actually enduring, sorta, sorta. A creepy crawly. Yeah, we're going arthropods here. Um, kind of mollusky, <laughs> not molesty, Mol- mollusk e as well. They're not just your normal centipedes. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, not great. It's good. It's watchable, which means it's good compared to... I know I've been, like I said, I've been down on uh, horror movies lately because there's a writer's strike, and I know that. So Shudder's been running all these foreign ones, and I'm, I've been, wow, slow burns with no payoff. What can I tell you? And um, Creepy Crawly, however, runs like a 90s, or we'll say a sci-fi channel 90s, early 2000s monster romp. It's watchable, it's violent, it's fun. Um, don't expect too much, and you might like the damn thing. Creepy Crawly from Thailand. Uh, let's see, current reads. I am reading right here, right next to... This is actually a Blu-ray. It's the Blu-ray of Creepy Crawly. Um, but I'm reading a book. 
I am Brian Wilson, a memoir. Brian Wilson, Beach Boys fame, uh, with Ben Greenman. Um, excellent book. I think all music enthusiasts and musicians need to read this book. It's humbling. Um, I'm not done with it yet, so I'll give a full review on that when I am done with it. Not that you need it, but if you're looking for a good book that's outside of the realm of horror, yeah, we talk music here, dudes and dudettes. Um, this is a great book so far. I'm, uh, I'm 150 pages of almost, it's like a 250-page book. Uh, enjoying it. It's so good. Uh, just getting inside the mind of one of the greats. You know, I, I, I'm not a Beach Boys fan per se. I grew up with it in my life. My father, huge influence, great musician himself, uh, drummer, and uh, he played bass and sang as well. Um, but the Beach Boys was his deal and uh, with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Um, I could see why now. Brian Wilson, uh, absolute genius, and you could tell just by his writing and him telling stories when he's not doing the writing. I'm pretty sure it's, like I said, with Ben Greenman, but you could hear this guy. You could hear Brian Wilson's voice when he talks just uh, about writing music, how he did it, why he did it, his influences, his relationships with people like Phil Spector. Ooh, taboo. Uh, how that, but that was the guy that got him started with his influences, one of the many, but um, this was a strong one about uh, Phil Spector helped him with um, production and getting started. Uh, Brian Wilson. I am Brian Wilson, a memoir. I highly recommend this book, like I said, to musicians or people if you just love music. It, it's very insightful. And it, it goes all the way back, you know, from the 50, 50s on up till now. Because uh, Beach Boys are still relevant. Their music pops up every now and then. You, you hear them on commercials. I've heard them my whole life on commercials, as well as on my turntable from my father, Don Fairhead, who um, got me into a lot of the good music. That's why I do this. You've had him. You, he's been on here before. I'll probably have my father on again. Um, and uh, I still have his Gretsch drum kit downstairs. Brian Wilson would be very, very impressed with that. Um, let's see. So the, we're going to talk about Creepy Crawly on another episode with Fury, um, our movie guy. I don't want to get too deep into it. And we're also going to talk Godzilla, the series. And right here in my hands is a really good comic that came out this summer. I think they're up to issue four. Uh, Godzilla, here there be dragons. You're talking pirates and Godzilla. And great artwork. Um, who the, who's behind this? Thierry, Miranda, and Dela Cruz, the artists and the writers. Uh, this is for IDW Comics. I love my independent comics. Of course I do. IDW Press is lovely. But Godzilla, here there be monsters. Two thumbs up so far. And I am only three issues in. Uh, I have to get the fourth one. I'm not sure how long it's going to go. That's the mystery these days. They don't always tell you one of five issues. No, no. Here's one. It may be the only one. Number two might be a low print. You may not get it. And it might end at number three. That's the way things have been going in comics lately, or they go six episodes to 20, and then it just ends. There's none of these, you know, 300 comic series that go on forever, unless they bring them back. Like, I hear G.I. Joe is back again, uh, starting with where they left off with the old series, with the original writers. Um, not a fan of the old G.I. Joe until they started whacking some of the characters off. Because let's face it, guys, war is ugly and bloody and not full of cartoon lasers. Let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 
I'm up to issue five, the new series. So far, very good. You know, who doesn't love a good Western in space? That's what Star Wars was, right? Spaghetti Western in space. Um, a New Hope I'm referring to. And thereafter, let's look at Boba Fett and Mandalorian. They're all Westerns. Guardians of the Galaxy is excellent. Um, spoiler alert, that isn't a spoiler alert because it happens in the first issue. Groot is the villain. He's the bad guy. He's the monster. Rocket, not appearing right away. Not going to get into that either. That's a spoiler. But yes, Guardians of the Galaxy issue 5. I'm gonna, yeah, I have it. I didn't read it. I read up to... Yeah, I read up to issue 4. I'm holding it right here. And it looks good, and it looks like a familiar paw is about to pull a gun out of his holster. I see a raccoonish type tail, but he's not a raccoon. Guardians of the Galaxy, folks. Good read. Always a good read. Um, yeah, I just threw it on the floor. It's that good. Um, that sounded sarcastic. I feel bad that I threw it on the floor. Okay? I'll pick it up in a little bit. But I'm standing right now. Because standing feels good right now to me still recovering folks uh let's see scarlet witch they're up to issue eight um highly regarded among comics fans the art is ever-changingly good she looks lovely uh great storyline um i believe it's called the final door uh where that shows up in a shop or she built a shop around the final door people use that as their final um, resort to get help and the Scarlet Witch yeah she's there to help you and uh, from the looks of it I'm not gonna like issue 8 I, I don't not into the romance with what appears to be a anime Loki uh, oh it's Loki no they alright when you open it up he looks a little better okay um, yeah but you know, Wanda Maximoff in this one is very cool as far as she's portrayed people that enjoyed WandaVision would love uh, the Scarlet Witch comic series up to issue 8. That's Marvel, of course. Who do we got on here? Orlando, Tometa, Pacelli, and William are the names on the cover. Um, oh, wow. And they have an ode to John Romita. Yeah, 1930 to 1923. Uh, he passed. It's in the opening page here. Marvel mourns the passing of comic book artist John Romita Sr., whose work on Amazing Spider-Man helped make the character a worldwide sensation. In his work as Marvel's art director, he designed the Punisher and Wolverine and served as mentor for countless artists during his decades-long tenure with the company. Ramita had a profound effect on everyone he met at Marvel. He was always kind and warm and served as an inspiration to all who knew him or followed his work. Ramita helped build the Marvel Universe as we know it, and he will be greatly missed. I agree. My goodness. I followed him. In the, oh, God. Way back with um, those Spider-Man issues I still own. I still own those ones. Loved it. And Wolverine. Uh, yeah. Well, he'll be missed. So, let's see. I'm also following. Yes. Daredevil and Echo up to issue three. I'm not impressed yet. But then I only read issue one. So, I got to catch up on that. What I am impressed with. Very much so, actually. Um, Kyle Starks is the writer for this one. Where Monsters Lie. He also does Peacemaker, the comic book series for DC, which is incredibly fun. 
and it is John Cena. Like I said before, it, it is his likeness they draw, and it's just it's a perfect comic book, great art. Every issue is like a graphic novel. Uh, but Where Monsters Lie, Kyle Stark's other series, they're up to issue four or five. Um, serial killers fighting it out, basically, uh, with chainsaws and machetes. And it, it's, it comes highly regarded uh, in the comic domain. It, it flies off the shelves. And this is for Dark Horse Comics, which is a long-term, a long, definitely a long-term, long-time friend of mine, Dark Horse Comics. When I was collecting comics, I always went to the horror comics, and they usually were the independents. Dark Horse was good for that. Where Monsters Lie, highly recommend Where Monsters Lie. The artwork is amazing as well. Okay, there's a comic book update for you. Godzilla, man, that's cool. Where Monsters Lie. That's another good one, but Godzilla, here there be dragons, yeah. And uh, I picked up a weird one here. This is just personal for me, because I may have talked about it in the past. I sure, I'm sure I've talked about Robotech. And uh, Titan Press got the rights to that, did 24 issues before COVID, and then they, due to budget, had to stop. But they just put a new one out, Robotech, Rick Hunter. Uh, great artwork, uh, wonderful retelling of his, well... His character and other characters, as I look through this, they're covering Rick Funner, Rick Funter, the punter, Rick Hunter, Vince Grant, Roy Foker, and Anatoly Leonard from the Southern Cross Times. That is deep. That's a deep dive, folks, for Robotech fans. Uh, it's out right now, and I got the final issue in my comic book uh, store, so you can't get it there. <laughs> and uh, anyway, moving on. So, we are talking more nostalgia today. Yacht Rock Radio, it's on its way. Hey, it's sailing off to the horizon. Summer's over. You can still get it on the app, uh, but the station itself disappeared. Um, it's a go-to for a lot of folks, whether you're aged or not. It's fun to have on the radio, especially if you're sitting at the beach with a margarita. What have you? Um, maybe it's not always great. Well, I've invited my friend Puppet, who is of the same age and vernacular <laughs> sometimes. When it comes to uh, genres of music, uh, we were around for the same period of time. I don't, neither one of us, well, I don't think he is a huge fan of Yacht Rock or that knowledgeable on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to test him on that, as you'll see, and it'll be fun. And uh... Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. Check out JD Talking Sports, his podcast. Five minutes of terror. Five, not terror. Five minutes of the best sports talk you can get every day. I think he goes a little longer now. He didn't correct me on that when I said five minutes. I don't know if they're short little snippets, but he's got tons of episodes. You can get your fix real quick in your car or before you leave for the day, drinking that, you know, chugging down your coffee. Five minutes of terror. No, again, five minutes of sports. Can he terrify you? Yes, in a good way. He's a very funny dude. All right, so let's get into it. Um, 
big episodes coming up. I'm promising a Walking Dead one here with some folks from The Walking Dead. And the reason that we can't do it yet is the uh, we don't want to cross the picket line with the writer's strike. And they can't. That will affect their job. Anywho, thanks for listening. I'm going to play some music that is not Yacht Rock just so we can, you know, revive your senses. Um, we got Cabalto. Uh, I'm going to do a... I'm going to play something refreshingly new. Belfast Blues by Dom Martin, D-O-M, Martin. And uh, that's from uh, Peter Noble's Productions. Belfast Blues, this one kicks ass, folks. Um, This is not Yacht Rock Radio.
Fast and the Furious 10. It's fantastic. It's riveting theater right now. Is that so? Not really. I wanted to watch it. But what's his name in is uh, Aquaman's in it, and he's the he, he's funny as shit. So Momoa, Momoa, Momoa steals the show. Ah, uh, he's great. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, but I'm not a Fast and the Furious guy. I have not seen one of those films. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Either, yeah, I mean, you know, they're they don't get better with time. They're. <laughs> I mean, it's the same story over and over and over again, and they bring more people in, and it still doesn't make it better. But I know. <laughs> That's what I understand about that series. Oh, man. All right. Well, folks, friends, and fiends, uh, bringing back an old segment, an oldie but a goodie. I'm not sure what this man wants to be called right now, but uh, he used to be known here as the Critical Mass segment. Uh, oh, that's... Yeah, that was a while ago. Well, this is critical mass as far as as far as my show is concerned, Jonathan. Uh, what, what are we calling you, JD Talking Sports? If we go with JD Talking Sports, I'm good with that. That's that's what I'm doing now. So, but okay. critical mass is always dear to my heart. So, puppet Jonathan, uh, JD Talking Sports is what it's going to be. Oh yeah, I, I like puppet too. You can call me whatever. Okay. You know what? It, it all works. Critical mass is always important. Uh, I thought of you last night. Uh, I had my dad over, and we were watching the Jets Monday Night Football uh, against the Bills. And holy shit, what a game that was! Holy shit, what an ending! <laughs> it was a Cinderella performance too. With what's that guy? His name Gibson. That was on the uh, Hard Knock Show. Yeah, he was an undrafted free agent out of, out of Stephen F. Austin. Was it? Was that where he was from? And he ends up uh, game-winning punt return for a touchdown in overtime. It was unbelievable. I mean, the, the kid was happy, elated. You looked like he was going to start crying. It was just everything about it. And then uh, Jets fans all hate Zach Wilson, and he, he made a showing of himself by what? showing up. Yeah, yeah. They, oh my God, it's so funny. He looks that like- touchdown catch. Come on. That touchdown was one of the worst passes in the world where he had to tip it away from the defender and still caught the goddamn ball. And Zach Wilson, I'd rather you quarterback the Jets right now. How about that? Oh, you know what's funny? I actually thought about it because if, if I'm going to go out, I'd rather be a, a pile of bones on a field than in a hospital bed. Um, but let me tell you, um, people are saying just the opposite about that, cow- that catch on the radio this morning, sports radio. They're saying it was magnificent. They're also saying that last um, – the run was one of the best runs ever ran in a, in a situation, an overtime situation. How do you oh, feel yeah. about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, I mean, to, to end the game, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's like a movie, you know, when the credits come yeah. and bam, end of story. We're done. <laughs> All right, folks. Why are we talking sports? You might ask that question. Well, like I said, we got Mr. JD talking sports. Very successful podcast, by the way. Um, you want to just give us a little quick insight on what you do with JD Talking Sports to the novices out there that haven't listened to me for the past 15 years and 277 episodes. Well, JD Talking Sports just did episode 1377. It is JD Talking Sports, drop the G, talking. And it is, I talk about a plethora of sports, even hockey. Even so hockey. I will talk about everything men's, women's, anything I will talk about. Sports related. I also do talk about movies, stuff like that. 
And uh, yeah, I'll talk about pretty much anything. So Fine. if you have a chance, give it a listen. Interviews too. I mean, not as many as you do, but I just talk and talk and talk. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great show, folks. If you need your your quick sports fix, was how I used to plug it way back in the day. Uh, but I want to say right now, thank God football is back. Hockey is on its way. I've had enough. Thirty days. I've 30 had days. A, a, enough with the tennis. I understand Coco. She's she's uh, ridiculously uh, uh, like just a likable person, adorable. Um, but. What was the deal with that spectator that glued himself to the seats during the Coco match? Can you can you can I ask you this? What do you call protest? What do you call what do you call protester there? What do you call protester? Asshole. Yeah, I call them a person uh, with too much time on their hands. Protesters Whoa. are people that have too much time on their hands. Okay, so get a job, get a life. I mean, who does shit like that? I'm Why? sure. Listen, listen. My audience probably didn't catch this. I just happened to catch it because I do watch sports. Um... A guy, he looked like an Asian man. I don't know if he was, was he an American? Was he foreign citizen? He decided to glue nope. his feet. Yeah. He He's an American citizen? No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't I, tell. I, they didn't really get into him. But he glued but his feet. Climate, Go ahead. Climate control. They were uh, protesting climate control or climate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely an American. Then. <laughs> but, he, but he glued his feet to the spectator section of the tennis stadium. Took him an hour to get his feet unglued. So they had to postpone the middle of the match for like forty five minutes an hour to unglue his feet, then then got him out of the stadium. And here I thought it was I thought he was like an ultra fan to see Coco. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. I mean, I, you know, you can all protest, but really, I mean, you know, you glue my feet to the to us to concrete to prove up what point are you proving? I, I don't get it. I, I hear you, man. Man, I'm just strictly Mets, Jets, Islanders, Pirates. Pens and Steelers. Now, Pens piss, piss me off quite a bit. Um, their fans kind of drive me crazy sometimes, too. Uh, Steelers are kind of the same way. Pirates, and mostly because they turn on the Pirates, which I, they don't like. The, I, I understand the Pirates suck halfway through their season all the time. But I, st- I went to three games, and I had a blast at each one. So, I don't know. I'm I dying to go. Well, I haven't been to Pittsburgh, so I need to come yeah. and visit you go to a game. Yeah, man, you do. You do. I absolutely do. Uh, let's see. We are talking. We're at the end of summer here. I, I barbecued my. Uh, I, it could be my last barbecued chicken of the year. Uh, sometimes I do it in the winter just to do it. But yeah, I did that yesterday. I might be closing up the grill. I'm not sure. Might be closing up the fire pit. And uh, let's face it, Yacht Rock Radio is sailing away. Uh, yes, you can still get it if you have SiriusXM. Uh, you can get it on like uh, the app. But the the mainframe Yacht Rock is closing. It's closing time. Um, I'm sorry, you can't get I, it on the radio. You can only get it on the app. Uh, wait, I thought it was year round. Now it's gone. It is no the app on the app. It is. I'm wrong. It's the station that disappears, but also the feeling. Okay, the feeling of yacht rock, the yacht rockiness of it all. I don't need to listen to it after September. Um, oh. now I don't know about you. Do you listen to it? And do our folks out there know what yacht rock is? I'm sure a lot of them at this point have to. I was there from the onset, but you. I can- I can even top you on Yacht Rock. Okay. This summer we went to we were, we went to the Stone Pony, which your your listeners should know what the Stone Pony is in maybe not in Pittsburgh. Well, Stone Pony is Bruce Springsteen. What, 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 that's where he got his start. And what uh, is it? Belmar? Where, where? No, 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 no. Where is it? Down the shore. And I'm blanking on where it is actually now. I but, know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar and, with it. You, you ever been to the Stone no, Pony? No, no. That's why I'm familiar with it. I haven't been there. 
so that's where he got his start, and they have a summer stage, and we saw the Yacht Rock cover band play for the second year in a row a concert, and they play all the Yacht Rock favorites. Like, I mean, I, I mean, uh, when I think of Yacht Rock, I think of, I think of Christopher Cross. <laughs> that's for me. And we, yes. we went last year in a pouring rainstorm. This year, no, and it was packed, thousands of people with their captain hats on and everything. It was uh, it was glorious. Really. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, like you said, Christopher Cross would be the sergeant at arms or the coordinator if Michael McDonald is the godfather of Yacht Rock. Well, let me tell you, my favorite, my favorite thing, whenever I think of Michael McDonald, I think of what movie? 40 Year Old Virgin, when he goes, if I have to listen anymore, Michael McDonald, I'm going to shoot up this whole goddamn place. She goes, get back to work. That's my favorite. That's when I think of Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. He, he kind of like inches his way into every song. <laughs> oh my God! And, and he has one of my favorite songs that was in um, uh, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal play cops in Chicago. Michael and I'm blanking on the name. Jimmy Smith plays the drug dealer, and I can't remember the name of the movie. But he is that. Do, 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 do. I can't sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now come over. What does he say? I always say. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'll come over. That's not what he's saying. It is not on, and it's not on iTunes. You cannot buy that song on iTunes, which really pisses me off. Oh, that's interesting. Does that mean Sirius XM with their Yacht Rock radio has commandeered the rights to it and will not distribute it somewhere else? It happened. So, you know, what's also crazy about Sirius is that if you listen, I, I tried to gym. I, I, I listen, try to listen to, um, I guess, Yacht Rock or something at the gym. And if you try to fast, if you try to skip songs, it only lets you do it twice. <laughs> yes, uh, five, five, five on your oh, TV, five on your TV. So yeah, if you're streaming it aud- just audibly, I guess. Yeah. They won't let you, so you get tired of a song, you then they're like, no, you gotta, you gotta ride this wave. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to ride this wave. I want off the ride. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna be there. Oh yeah, well we start off uh, yacht rock. We start that up usually the uh, in the end of May because it's funny. It gets you back into the summery mood. Uh, we always listen to the '70s channel anyway, like early in the morning because it's a nice little mix. Being metalheads, it, it kind of gets you in the mood for heavier stuff later in your day. Um, okay. Yeah, so it does work. It does work. I I dig the '70s. Now yacht rock is very specific. It's for smooth sailing, you know. Um, for the chill, you know, mar- martini in hand at 10 a.m., you know, uh, you could feel you're it. Drinking, you're drinking martinis. At That's impressive. Not me, That's... but the, yo, them young Rockians, you know how they're doing it. I would love yeah. to meet one person that actually wears a captain's hat on a yacht and listens to it. I want that video footage. Yes. Uh, so, all you, right. You could be like that doctor and, uh, the doctor who was on the boat with the drugs and the, uh, the prostitutes. There you go. Oh, Epstein Island. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You do that kind of stuff and be like, Hey, you know, I mean, have a good time. I can see you in a yacht. I can see you in a, going to a, a metal concert with a yacht rock, uh, captain's hat on. You look good. Uh, well, you know, it, Def Leppard did it. Uh, Steve Clark used to wear a, uh, captain's hat occasionally. You know what? Actually, Heather Taddy, uh, has been known to wear a captain's hat on her final episode of paranormal state. She takes great pride in the fact that she was wearing a captain's hat during that episode against the wishes of the coordinators of the show of that episode. Uh, we, I found that funny. Uh, and enduring. She knew she was on her way out. I'm going to wear a captain's hat. <laughs> didn't you guys go to uh, 
UFO. Oh, yeah. Kexberg. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have her in here. We're going to talk about that again very soon when we get Valerie Safranco back, who created Gizmo and did props for Jedi and Enemy Mine. Valerie Safranco is coming in, and we're going to have Heather in here because she wants to meet her and vice versa. They want to meet each other. Uh, yes, mind. we went to Kexburg. That is the uh, PA's answer to uh, Area 51 with a co much cooler story. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, the military were involved. Um, you know, a, a, an acorn-shaped object with hieroglyphics that were close to Russian on it, uh, Russian writing, um, crashed there uh, in the uh, 60s. And uh, it was, uh, it was it's a wild story, man. And uh, they reenact uh, everything. We got stuck in the parade because we were just trying to park and they were reenacting the military parade, escorting the giant acorn uh, covered with foil on the back of a truck out of there. And we ended up in the procession. And Miss Taddy was waiting for us and just waved on the side of the road as if we were part of the parade. And we weren't. But it was a good time. It was actually fun. A lot of crazy people, ufologists, people like myself. And uh, there's some footage from there, too. She took footage. And she yes, I watched it. I, I, I was... <laughs> So that acorn was a big acorn covered in tinfoil? Well, that's okay. That's what the thing looked like that was taken away. What you see in the video that she shot is the, the prop they have sitting there. But there was a lot of vending. You, you, I, we probably didn't take footage of all the vending and the speakers. And it was a, it's a fun place. It really is. And it gets if you're a writer, it's inspirational. I use it for a couple of stories. You believe what you want, but the people that were there really believe, you know, they, well, first of all, the, the police, the police taped the place over and they couldn't get into their own backyards, you know, so that's enough for me to speculate. Hey, what's going on? Can you imagine if somebody's taped up your backyard and you couldn't get to your house? You would wonder, you would speculate. <laughs> well, you, you now, Aaron Rodgers was on Hard Knocks. He said, he said when he came for the NFL draft in New York, that they saw an UFO, they saw something and it. They woken up, they looked up, and they said they all saw it, him and his buddy, and they swear to this day that they – and he's totally into it now. So Aaron Rodgers, stone face himself, really. Yes, I'm telling you, you got to watch – I think it was – was it the last episode of Second – got to watch it. I mean, he oh. tells a story. I, I mean, I was, I was a little uh, impressed. Well, we just ran like, 360 right now. I love it. You just somehow tied sports – with my show. <laughs> yes, I did. Critical you, you mass. Gotta, you got to get him on and just talk about UFOs. Go, I don't want to even talk sports. I want to talk about the, And he will, he reads a lot of that stuff. Ever since then, he's totally into it. He would be perfect in that respect. I, you know what? There has to be, has to be, has to be life from other planets. There has to be. Yeah, there has to be. Can't just be us. I've yeah, said can't that. Just be us. I can't believe it's on. There has to be a, uh, you know, a more, you know, I mean, there has to be. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Um, now, yeah, so that's Kexburg. I'll get into more detail on that when she's here with me, too. Um, and uh, Miss D was with us. We had, yeah, Miss D's got some cool information, too. We And uh, we bought T-shirts, and, you know, we had a good time. Uh, good people, nice people. There was, you know. Go with you. I'd go to, I, I would definitely be interested in going to that, because that, to me, sounds fascinating. Where is, is okay. that near you? Yeah, it's a half hour, yeah, half hour from where we live. Oh, that's uh, awesome. It, yeah, it's like, uh, there's a lot, dude. We're in the center of everything. Fayette County, see Sasquatch. You got Green County with the mounds and Indian and shaman ghosts and, and predators in the night. People see dogmen everywhere. We're right in the center of all of that in UFOlogy. Um, dude, it's amazing. Dogman. Yeah, I dog that, that. Then there's these black dogs they see. Uh, not to mention um, the black-eyed children. That's a very creepy thing to look up. I'm doing a little story on that too. Uh, yeah, 
lots of cool stuff out there, folks, for you to witness if you come here. So, yeah, you come around next year around this time, or rather in July, and we can hit a few of these conventions. I don't oh. know. I don't know what you'll think, though. I don't know if you'll be bored or if you, you know, when it's you have to engage some of the people to really get the most out of it. You know, I think it would just be a trip. I mean, I think it would just be a trip to see people. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, let's see. So we were talking Yacht Rock because it's the, sa- the end of summer. And uh, but speaking of which, I did catch a few end of summer films. I'm so glad I didn't waste money watching because um, we do talk horror here. So sci-fi, blah, blah, blah. Meg 2. Ooh, folks, don't oh, pay. For, terrible. Don't pay terrible. for it. Don't pay for it. Terrible. I have to say yeah. something about it, though. Um, the reason that I, w- I had to watch it. It, I have all the Steve Alton books. There's like six books about the trench. And, of course, okay. the books are better, but you can see where he was writing a script. And he and, and, and these are, once again, it's kind of Disney dinosaur effects. Nothing looks good. Um, it, nothing scary, I should say. They look good, but not scary. There's nothing scary about it. Uh, the books were decent sci-fi books uh, with, you know, plenty of chomping monsters and, and giant sharks, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's Steve Alton's books. That that movie, Meg Two. If you're a shark, if you like sharks, don't go see that. Don't don't watch it. How'd you feel about Meg Two? Why why should you? Why, I thought the shark was actually kind of cool, but uh, they didn't show it enough. That's what I mean. It's disappointing, and I, okay, I no, that's it, it gave uh, no, no I credibility. Meg Two should have never been made, <laughs> and I really liked the first one. And the girl, I guess, I get, but that wasn't her grown up because they only shot it a couple of years ago but the little girl was cute this girl i found annoying that played the little girl from the first one mm. i mean i like well, i always pronounce his name wrong uh what's it statham statham whatever his name jason is. statham yeah yeah it's yeah. like him but uh action hero it's an action, action movie but i didn't you know it was miss it was just missing it was missing something it just yeah, wasn't substance. yeah none it had none and uh none. on that note it, it, it ran. They may as well put that on the Sci-Fi Channel in the late '90s, early 2000s, because it was made for that. What are you boinking over there? Who? You. You keep. I. What? Oh, sorry. Dude. Is that your Skype? No, no, no. I think I was. I was just. I put my my. Yeah, I put my hand through my hair. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's just zapping me over here. <laughs> I don't, care. I don't care. Please, it's all part of it. It's all part of the deal. Uh, so, uh, all right. Anyway, the Meg 2 sucked. I got one that you can do a double suck feature with, uh, one called Black Demon, which is about a, uh, a voodoo shark. <laughs> wait, 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 Black Demon? Wait, wait, wait. It's I new. I was going to see that. Where was that? It was in theaters about a month ago, and it shouldn't have been, and it's on streaming. Don't pay to see it. I did not. Um, it's uh, really just so hokey and so predictable, and even the acting's bad. Was it or no names? A bunch of no names. Yeah. Um, What else? See anything else? Nothing worth watching that was horror. uh, Or, you know, um, really, there has been nothing worthwhile. I'm I'm reviewing some things for the next show, though, that look promising. However, (laughs) one of them's called, it's a Thailand-made movie called Creepy Crawly, which looks just like that. It's like a COVID uh, molecule-shaped mollusk monster thing from Thailand. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, that was from my friend across the street here, Fiori, who does movie reviews. So, anyway, we are talking 
<laughs> Yacht Rock Radio. And how uh, I will miss thee just because I'm going to turn it off for till next summer. So you listen to it all year round. I thought it was on all year round. It I mean, is. Like I said, it's on. Yeah, but it's the, they take the channel off, but you can use the app and okay, listen to I it. Yeah. The channel was in the car because, yeah, I have it on. And I, I mean, I, listen, when Christopher Cross is on, I, I, someone went to an actual, I know that went to an actual Yacht Rock concert with Christopher Cross. And yeah. I, I mean, he, 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 he's, he's this blimpy guy now, but that voice is pure heaven. It's like liquid joy. Yes, Christopher Cross. I uh, I actually had the 45 of Ride Like the Wind and Sailing. And I will say my mother, Gloria, did buy those for me. Um, I was going, get it. that's kind of what put me in the metal phase. When I was getting things like that, I had to move on. But um, Ride Like the Wind, Sailing, those are two thumbs up for Yacht Rock. You have to have those two essential songs. You know what? You just made me think of, we have to get, we have to do a show. On the kid who used to be the the neighbor on uh, Family Ties, was it Skippy? Made that movie where he, the horror flick. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, that that popped in my head. Trick or treat. Oh, not to be confused with a later trick or treat with Sam. The the trick or treat in the eighties with uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I think uh, who else made an appearance in that? Uh, I think Wasp might have been in the background scene, or I can't remember now. Uh, but Ozzy, Ozzy's in it. That's a big one. Um, yeah, I want, yeah. yeah. We, I want to do a show on that, and I want to do the one with Kiss. Wait, Kiss made the movie. What was that on Kiss, Kiss meets the Phantom? Or was it that was the one where they met the Phantom? Where or was it, yeah? Okay, I'm getting confused which one I'm talking about. No, no, that's one. But Trick or Treat was uh, in the '80s. That was a popular okay. one. And you're right, Skippy from Family Ties. I saw that in the theater. That I did. Wow. Yeah, that movie poster is pretty sought after. Uh, at conventions anyway but yeah that's pretty funny what, what made you think of that i don't know you just i popped it popped in my head and i'm like we're, we're always about you know random stuff and when i talk to you i just get random stuff in my head i'm like okay oh my god I do like eighty thousand shows with you we can just go through like <laughs> movies we grew up on i'm telling you man i mean so wait so you're reviewing like horror flicks so you did you see the preview for the new exorcist yeah because yeah name is in it uh What's the what's what's the old who's the, who was the female lead? In Linda the Linda Blair. No 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 the mother. Oh the mother yeah very popular. Uh, oh I boy. can't remember her name but she is in the new Exorcist. Yeah I know I was surprised to see that and she's a classic actor actress Ellen Burstyn. I I don't know if this was needed uh, but yeah I mean it, it, does it look scary? Sure. Are they going to ruin oh. the legacy? Probably. Uh, it was. It yeah. looks kind of creepy. You have, so yeah. you have faith in The Exorcist, huh? Okay. No, right. no, 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 no. I don't. I, I just went. I saw it. I went. Nope. Now, did you watch Nope? Did you see the movie Nope? Yes, I did. Yep. What, what do you think? Yep. Uh, nope. <laughs> Too easy. I, I, I no. It no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I actually uh, parts of that I did like it, and it did creep me out. Uh, definitely. I don't want to give a spoiler, but right. it's all about what the creature is in this one is there a creature uh is it a vehicle i I, it it was different but it's definitely a culmination of several different things i've seen but i really liked the the main characters were really likable right they were cool uh better than the other ones i can't i'm sorry i i can't hide my distaste for us i don't like that movie us the second one oh the one of the fan two i never you know what but but what what you would call it was the first one he did was so good get out is awesome Oh, 
I could watch Get Out every day. Yeah. I and mean, I was like, this is awesome. It makes it better now that Kanye thinks that it was made about him. Did you watch the Kanye documentary? Now I have to watch it because we yes, Kanye do. thinks about him. It's on Netflix, man. It's two episodes. It's Kanye's version, and then you get Kim's version, and then you could just draw your own conclusions. And well, I just like to see Kanye when he he, he goes berserk. <laughs> well, I watched three episodes of Jared from uh, Subway. I think. Oh, we, have- we finished that one. And I just was like, I can't watch it anymore. See, I just can't. Yeah, these are real horror movies. <laughs> they yeah, truly are. That's what you should be talking about, real horror movies. Yes, real ones. That's why I've been going towards, I told you, I've been going towards these crime and uh, true crime investigations. I've always been into well, that know, since was, John Walsh. You know, but I got to tell you, I was on some investigation, uh, what, ID, ID, what's investigation, discover, what was that chat? Yeah, what was that? Discovery Plus. Yeah, yeah, I was on an episode where I uh, with a guy who sees Elvis's uh, ghost. No way! The- oh, that's the one. Is it? Yeah. Is it running right now? Uh, I can find out the episode for you, but I bought it on. Uh, I bought it on iTunes. So yeah. I have to I bought it. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. We've been trying to find that for years. Uh, when I first met you, you told me about that. So, yeah, I- oh, I'll cool. set a. I can't send you the. Co- I don't know how to send you the copy, but yeah, I, I ha- actually it was on TV. We taped it, so we have it on our DVR. Nice. Oh, I have to watch that. I have to watch yeah. that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we well, here. We are talking real horror. Uh but yes, I, I want you. You crossed over there with a uh, horror movie, Ozzy, and um, and music. Christopher Cross. Back to him, Yacht Rockian. Right. He was actually supposed to become the front man for Rainbow at the time when they couldn't get when they lost their lead singer. And the problem was that he, he, and I got this from another radio show. I don't want to say where because it's kind of mean. It's fat shaming. Christopher Cross was out of shape, and they didn't want him fronting Rainbow. Otherwise, he was going to be the voice of the band Rainbow. Isn't that strange? I think it is. Uh, But it it wouldn't be a good fit. No, and anyway, did did Rainbow... I'll be honest with you, I never heard Rainbow. Did Rainbow have uh, Stone longevity? Cold? Um, yeah, they, they still have longevity because Eddie Trunk keeps them alive on Trunk Nation. And I they... love Eddie Trunk. I love Eddie Trunk. Oh, yeah, you got to listen to Trunk Nation. Yeah, and classic rock radio plays them all the time. Rainbow's always going to be a legend, I think. Uh, that's their deal. But we're not we're not here to tell you about that. As a matter of fact, we're hopefully going to get a, a critical mass rant pretty soon from you. Um, I miss those. I don't know if you have one prepared. For uh, on Yacht Rock? Yeah. You don't have one. I, I mean, I could go. I, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought I was ranting now. You I mean, are. I, I, you are. Well, let it build. Let it build because we'll take a little break here and uh, think about that. And uh, we're going to get back here with JD talking sports. And uh, we're talking Yacht Rock. And thanks for listening, folks. I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be there are things that's well here in the dark things best left unseen with the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark 11 stories all bits of the same mysterious puzzle Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. 
if you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Hey everyone, it's Margarita from Edge of Paradise, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. All right, folks, we are back here with Critical Mass segment. Way back when, Mr. JD Talking Sports now has moved up in the world with his podcast, but he used to do a segment called Critical Mass here, and uh, we get really cool rants, usually around the holidays, which I like the best. And as, as usual, the best conversations happen off the air, and we were just talking about this... And this, that's my coffee cup hitting the, the mic. That was me shaking a mic, the squeaking of the mics. And I like the realism, also known as unprofessionalism. However, um, Heather has given me shit about it. As And Sean, I know I annoy the hell out of him too with all these noises. But to me, it brings it down to earth when somebody's sitting there listening in the dark at 2 a.m. It sounds like, oh, well, I'm not alone. Somebody else is doing something stupid right now too. You know, and that's the way I looked at radio. Somebody's actually up. I, I used to hate when I found out my DJs weren't live, though. Um, and, of course, we record these, too. So here I am. But we're talking Yacht Rock. Uh, let's see. Christopher Cross, Sergeant at Arms. Michael McDonald is the godfather. How do you feel about Stevie Nicks and Don Henley, Leather and Lace? I give that a thumbs up. Leather and Lace? Yeah. What's... Don Henley and Stevie Nicks doing a duet. That's a yacht rock special. Can can you play can you play a clip of that? No, Is it by that I can't have that? Do. I probably could, but I can't. Um, right. yeah, then there's also Chicago Saturday in the Park. Yes, Saturday uh, in the Park. I give that a thumbs down cuz I think that is just a that's pharmacy music. <laughs> it is. And now we Pharm- yeah. Why do we st- that of pharmacy music or what so that's not elevator music that's pharmacy music yeah whenever yeah whenever i'm looking for my drugs and that seems to be in the background you know um kenny loggins is on his farewell tour i'm not a fan so i'm okay with that uh he's all over yacht rock uh one that will drive you crazy is i believe in love which is his faux calypso ewok jam have you ever heard this one You'll know it when you hear it. Yeah, you'll know it. But I Believe in Love is all over the place on there. I give him a pass on I'm All Right, because that's a theme from Caddyshack. Thumbs up for yes. that one. That's great. But that's not but, but that's not Yacht Rock. Is that considered Yacht Rock? Because they play it on there, I have to consider it. It's I don't program it. If I did, it would be way different. You definitely have a, you know, Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden on there, but that wouldn't work too well. Um, however, uh, Loggins Messina has another one that will drive you nuts. And I don't even know how to pronounce it, but Vihavala. You know the one? Talking about. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. You see, I know beats, but I don't know the name of the song. But yeah, there's songs that drive you crazy. Yeah, that you are like, get it out of my head. How do you say that, Vihavala? I say I eat a lot, then I sail away, and that's what it sounds like he's saying. But it's vihavala, a lot, and then I sail away. So I don't know. 
that's just how it goes. Uh, didn't you ever make your own lyrics up when you were a kid, when you were listening to AM and FM radio, like in the back of your dad's car? You know, like, like what are they saying? There was no, there's nothing to look at on your radio. You had to make the shit up, or you knew the words. Uh, you know, you listen, I still make them up, and and uh, um, and uh, and um, as I call her, she doesn't like her name Michigan, as I call her, because she doesn't want her name out there. She 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 always corrects me, so I sing it wrong on purpose. Ah, oh, I like that. Yes, you yeah. have to do that. Yeah, oh, like I always say, yes. I'm trying to grow a mustache, and she goes, "No, never." She goes, "Nope, nope." So we have a lot. I eat a lot. That kind of they kind of. It, next time you guys hear that song, "We have a lot," whatever by Loggins Messina, which I give a thumbs down. You're gonna hear, "I eat a lot," and then I sail away. I'm just telling you, that's that's the lyrics I have inserted for the rest of your lives. 10 CC Dreadlock Holiday. Are you familiar with that? No. You know 10CC. I'm not in love. You know that one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's 10CC, and they have a pretty cool song. I give it way thumbs up because it's danceable. It rocks. Dreadlock Holiday. You don't expect that to come from the same band that's not in love. But, oh, no. It's them, Dreadlock Holiday. Now, do you know the story behind 10CC? It's a myth, and then it became truth. Where they, where they got their name. Now I want to. Is it? Isn't it, it? That's a medical. Isn't it something like ten cc's of something like medical? Isn't that a yeah. medical thing? Yeah, this is where you put your hands over your kids' ears. Um. Yeah, all right. You know what? We'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> I want to know. Now I want to know. Don't leave me. All right. Me. Well, let me. Uh, what do you think it is? And uh, I'll give you the exact what it is. I thought it was ten cc's, like when you get drugged. Well, that's what I always remember. I always remember the the movies, the medical shows, and they'd be like, "Give him ten cc's of morphine or something," right? Is that? But this is something disgusting, isn't it? You're going to give me something disgusting. I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, well, right. I mean, I could do that. You're not wrong. Um, let's see. Okay, here we go. A widely repeated claim, disputed by King and Godley, two members of ten cc but confirmed in a 1988 interview by Cream and also on the webpage of Goldman's current lineup, I guess it's another guy in the group, is that the band name represented 10 cubic centimeters, a volume of semen that was more than the average amount ejaculated, thus emphasizing their potency or prowess as a band. <laughs> That's so not metal. <laughs> Jizz, they, they they were known to jizz a lot. I have no nope. idea. I, I just, uh, but that you, you don't expect that from. I'm not in love. No. Uh, yeah. You, you just don't. don't so, <laughs> they play Okie Cookie too. You got me on that one. I know Godly and Cream is a terrible album cover. You should look that one up, kids. Uh, but 10CC, boy, they get noteworthy here. Don Henley, Boys of Summer, thumbs up for you. I think it used to be, and now it just bothers me. Right, they killed it. They killed it before there was ever a thing called 70s radio and anything called, even 80s. He's, that's 80s. Um, but they killed it on the on every radio. What I do like is the Atari's version of Boys of Summer. Have you heard that? More punk rock version, but poppier. Okay, uh, yes, I would like to hear that. You would like it. The guy's got a good voice. The Atari's do good. It's been around for, oh God, I hate to say it, but it's probably about 18 years old now. Um, maybe 15 years old, but uh, yeah, Don Henley's, uh, boys of summer, check out the Atari's kids. It's been in a few movies too. Now this is this, these guys, man, these guys are, I don't know. Uh, there's something dark and eclectic. 
and and nostalgic about them but I, and I can't but I wouldn't turn my back on these guys Steely Dan okay have you really nope. listened to their lyrics not I mean I know their music but I don't know if I I don't think I know okay so no well they also get their name from a, a certain item I'm not going to get into that because that's just too much for one show but uh they they are torn they're torn right note. now what's that can you give me the cliff notes on Steely Dan what what, is, what does it mean uh it's a product uh a device supposedly i think there's a documentary that tells you what a steely dan can be used for with women i'm gonna leave it at that uh but it's to me they're one of the darkest bands of all time and they hide their darkness and like like in stashed sneaky subject matter in their songs um like the you, you could hear do it again and it's just a funky tune you, you shake your hips to it you know and it and and yet it's really dark material but deacon blues is their song that's on yacht rock all the time um i give it a thumbs up but the lyrics drink whiskey all night and then die behind the wheel <laughs> you expect that from like crocus or you know <laughs> i don't know like a metal band from back then you don't expect that from steely dan um so yeah very dark but i give him a thumbs up for yacht rock for playing dark stuff elton john island girl i give it thumbs up I mean, I know the song, but I don't know the song. Yeah, I mean, Elton John's fine. I mean, Island Girl. Yeah, it's it's a great summery song. Yeah, right. There's, there's, you know, I mean, it's funny. We went, yeah, we went, yeah. There's some certain songs you can listen to all the time, and there's other songs that you want to just blow your ears off. <laughs> yeah, over and over. Island Girl, though, I, I dig it. It was one of those that I made uh, my own lyrics to as a kid because I didn't know what the hell they were saying. AM radio. When you're sitting in the back of your dad's car and AM radio's playing, it's all fuzzy anyway. But I thought he was saying, I like girls, not uh, Island Girl. Yeah. So you can imagine my surprise as I got older. You know, I thought he said, I like girls, too. Get out of town. Now, as oh. a kid, I would be like, I like girls. Exactly. You know yeah. Okay. So I wasn't alone on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, kids, we're going to take a quick break because we like girls. And no, I do have to you know, get paid. So. Uh, we'll get right back to you with JD talking sports, and he's going to give a little, a little bit more insight into his podcast as well. Very successful one, and I enjoy it. And we'll get right back to you. Thanks for listening.
again, folks. And with JD Talking Sports, welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Welcome back from the commercial and the song you just heard, 12 Things I Forgot. It is a Steve Wilson song, this version by a band I happen to like, friends of mine, over in the UK called Cabalto. Um, they are on Bandcamp. They're from Middlesbrough, UK. Uh, the album, Something Beautiful. Um, they have a very mixed eclectic um song choice so depending on your mood you'll find something by them i i enjoy them a lot uh that was cabalto folks and i'm here with jay jd talking sports he's gonna give you a little insight on his podcast that i i recommend to everybody how you doing man still with us how you doing today so jd talking sports drop the g i'm on facebook twitter instagram pinterest did i say youtube tiktok uh, i said instagram twitter yeah okay so you know what I, I'm thinking about, you know, especially now, more women are playing sports and the WNBA, the women's, that's the women's basketball league. I had a friend that used to call it white and black Amazons, which I, you know, I mean, there are, there are, are very big women there. Ooh, you know, they're very, boy. Oof. Uh, you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> and that, this was a long time ago. Go ahead, man. And I, I, and you know, they make fun of it and the women, even the top women are getting like 240,000 a year for 40 games. I mean, men's basketball players are making that for one game for a season. And these women are busting their asses. The, the ratings are up. And I feel like women are getting more exposure. But the pay disparity is so huge because money's going toward NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, men's World Cup as opposed to women. And I feel like that the women are, have a voice out there. And I just wish they could get paid even close to what i mean I'm, I'm not saying i mean men are getting paid 60 million dollars to play basketball women getting paid two hundred forty thousand for a season i mean that's kind of ridiculous and i always felt and i love sports but if a professional athlete is getting 60 million or even a million dollars to play sports then why are teachers only getting like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year Amen. and that always or, or, or a police officer or a fireman or anybody when athletes and actors are getting, and, I, and I, you know, I've acted before, are making millions upon millions of dollars, and teachers who are supposed to be, you know, getting our children, and they're taking uh, out of the schools, they're taking out of physical fitness and the arts, which is music and theater, and all that stuff, and you know, I, I, it bothers me. So I, that's what I do on my show. It'll be sports, but things will bother me and it'll trigger something else. That's what I do. Triggers are good. Triggers are good. They, yeah, they start a conversation. Yeah, whether people right. like it or not. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, I appreciate that. And like I said, if you get one fix of sports a day, your show's the way to go. That I've I've been consistently telling people that. Uh, yeah. So um, when you're doing your show, do you trap yourself in a room? Is it complete silence? Uh, did you already read the paper? Did you already look everything up online? Like, what what do you do? How do you prepare? So my so I have websites I look on and I get I'm following about 3000 people, 5000 people on Twitter. So my notifications are going 24 to the point where mm. Michigan girlfriend goes nuts. So I get from uh, 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 from social media, mm -hmm. all articles, all that stuff. So it's and then I put it in a I write note cards out or I'll put it in the notes on my iPhone. And nice. from there, I'll break it down by categories, and that's how I do the show. Very good. Yeah, your job is the easiest and the hardest job at the same time. Sports hits you 24 hours a day, every day, from all angles. 
and somehow you have to mishmash, get it together, make composite summary, and throw it back at people. And it's all out there for you, but there's so much of it. How do you even narrow it down? I don't know. But, right, and that's the thing. And then people tell me too that I cover everything. Like I don't just stick to one sport. Mm-hmm. Where people just stick stick to one sport, and they talk about it incessantly. I just feel, and and if something bothers me, I'll talk about it. Even you know, hockey, like, hockey bothers you. No, I like hockey. No, no, no. I, that's what I make a joke at. They don't respect hockey. They really don't. And it is a great. It is the best sport to watch live. Yeah. Best sport. Oh, nonstop wow. action. Very cool. I appreciate that. Some people would argue basketball too, like that. No, no. Ba- ba- basketball gets boring, and and they flop. Whereas okay. hockey, there's not a lot of flopping, except with Cindy Crosby. He 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 does. Cindy Cindy does. Uh, Cindy whines a lot. Oh boy, the Sid, the Sid, the Sydney Cindy curse. Because I have a lot of friends on the East Coast, like yourself, and boy, do they do not they do not like Sydney Crosby. They do not like Cindy at all. Cindy, yeah. Cindy is not a yeah. He whined. I, I don't. I, you see, I don't like whiners. You know, and and I'm yeah. I don't like whiners. You know, I like you. You know what I think I respect about you too a lot is when you talk about these metal like metal bands. Metal bands are real bands in a way. A lot of because. Them. You have the Grammys and all that stuff, like the best. That's not rock. Right. You, we knew what rock was going on. It's not rock. It's not rock. Here we go. But, you know, like, yeah, you know, yacht rock. What is, you know, that's not, it's, yeah, that is easy listening music. It's not, yeah, it's not, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Is it supposed to rock you to sleep? What, what is yacht rock? Yacht rock's a kind of music you can't listen to when you're driving at night because you're going to crash your car. You're going to blow it up. And Michigan loves playing yacht rock. And I'm like, are you trying to have me cause an accident while I'm driving? Because I'm literally falling asleep listening to the music. And, you know, I mean, you listen to, like, rock. You listen to rock. That is rock music. Like, your eardrums are going to blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what it should be. Or your whole body feels like it's vibrating as you're standing there. And these are guys, those are real musicians. I mean, I'm not saying the others aren't musicians. But that's it, like, there's it's a specific type of music. And it's a specific type of, type of person who likes that music. Yacht rock is for people who, are, you know, are wearing... Uh, you know, like uh, sailor hats, and they're you know, Christopher Cross having them away. Yeah. Takes me away, and that's the only song I that's what I think of Yacht Rock, Christopher Cross. But the other stuff you play, you know, some of the other music, I mean, it's it's fun and all, but you know, it's like easy listening, it's happy. Like, I want sometimes I want music that's going to want me to, you know, someone pisses me off, and I want I want that rock music behind me as I'm pummeling their face in, you know, that's what I want. But Yacht Rock, you're not going to do that stuff. You know, I mean, you're going to be, ah, calm and everything. So you beat you know, him up to the tune of Caribbean Queen? Oh, uh, what, 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 what? You beat someone up to the tune of Caribbean Queen? <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> A little Billy Ocean for the pummeling. Oh, Billy Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, nice. Who's the other guy? I'm going to rock. Oh, he's not. That's how you got to rock. The other uh, guy. When you say the other guy, it's always going to be Michael McDonald. No, no, no. You made me think of, uh, I'm going to rock Electric Avenue. Oh, man. Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue. Yeah. That's, That's what, when not Yacht Rock. Go, I go. <laughs> According to Billy Idol, um, what Eddie Grant's talking about in that song was a pretty lethal place at the time, Electric Avenue. That's something to look up. Maybe you can throw that on your show. <laughs> because that, Billy Idol, first concert I ever saw in my life. Billy Idol, uh, eighth grade. Nice. Mont University. He's going First strong. Time. Sorry, man. He's going strong right now. He is going very strong. Strong to the hole. Yeah. And he still has Steve Stevens with him? 
Is that the guitarist? Yeah, without his Atomic Playboys. What what are, what are Atomic Playboys? Steve Stevens broke away from Billy Idol in the eighties and did the Atomic oh, Playboys. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't very known or good, but I guess it was does all right. Still, does he still have the hair? Awesome From what I understand, hair. no. Steve Stevens is still seventy uh, percent hair. I love that. I see, I, that. That's another thing. The rock bands have real, like, long hair. You know, it's not like you know, like crazy. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Do, do, do you feel that we've gone over the top of the tattoos, though? Um, yeah, because I mean, I got like sixteen-year-old girls that are getting my Rita's Italian ice for me, and they have sleeves, and I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Girls with sleeves, it can work and it can't work. It really depends on who's doing it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was kind of curious. Yeah. So. No, tats are, I mean, my God. Well, you know, it, on the bright side, maybe it's employed a lot of people because a whole lot of tattoo parlors oh, popped up. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a statement anymore because they're all covered up by cover-ups. And it's like, I don't know. I like it when it's a couple and they're, they they mean something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you put... But it, but it is addictive. They tell me that once you start getting them, it's it's serious. I, I mean, got, I've got three, and I'm I only want one more, a little work on one of them. I don't want any more. So uh, it depends on the person, I guess. You, so you're getting D on your back with a, a snake tongue. <laughs> I well, <laughs> yeah, I've got like yeah, I've got three, uh, a fourth one brewing here. But uh, yeah, it's um. I don't know. I got my ears pierced a long time ago, like when I was 16, right. and I never needed like a third piercing. I just okay. I, I stopped there. I just didn't I don't know, didn't feel it anymore. But so no prints right. no out. Right, okay. right. <laughs> but oh uh, man, so all right, so you like Billy Ocean. He gets a thumbs up. You can't have Baron Caribbean Queen without it uh being yacht rock. Um there were kids on my street, and we played a lot of football and street hockey and everything. We did everything oh, together. Right. The, these guys, uh, right around the time when Billy Ocean was really popular with Caribbean Queen, they would make fun of the song and call it Caribbean Queen because it sounds like what he says. And I still call it Caribbean Queen because of these dumb kids on my block. I can't erase that from my head. I don't even know what uh, why that would stick with me. But there's worse than that. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get into some good ones though. Bellamy Brothers, "Let Your Love Flow." I give that a thumbs up for Yacht Rock Radio. "Let Your Love Flow," like a mountain stream, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bellamy Brothers. I do like "Let Your Love Flow," not "Throw." I don't know why I said that. Um, that's a good one. Okay, this is classic. Now you gotta be with me on this one, Jonathan. Uh, Seals and Crofts, "Summer Breeze." Summer breeze makes me makes feel fine. Feel, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like I want to throw the radio out of the car, though. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, are we driving with that? Okay, that's a question. Are Ooh. we yacht rocketed in the car, or are we just in the backyard? That's a whole nother show. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a really good question. If you're driving along the beach, I think it's important to be playing it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm switching. I'm switching. I'd rather hear "Summertime Girls" by Y and T. Oh, that's a good one, and anything by Van Halen's first two albums. Exactly. Well, no, no, but Panama, man, Panama's yeah. good for the beat. Yeah, of course, that, of course. But I'm saying, I'm saying, okay. But listen, if you want to turn that into metal, this is the perfect group: Seals and Crofts, Summer Breeze. Have you? They're the epitome of yacht rock. Yet, have you ever heard Typo Negative's version of "Summer Breeze"? <laughs> I just want to. I just want to listen to a band called Typo Negative and just be like, "You guys rock with the name." They're That's amazing. Perfect. 
Well, I mean, Steel is dead now, but um, they're an amazing metal band. Uh, their version of Summer Breeze can be heard on the soundtrack to the original I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, it's the opening really? segment, the very opening, where they're, they're panning across the ocean to the shore. You hear Peter Steele's voice and Summer Breeze and their crazy down-tuned guitars doing that Sabbath-y riff. Um, yeah, Summer Breeze. Drug right. overdose? What'd he die of? Uh, yeah, I, I, it was a combination of a lot of red wine and he was in a band called Carnivore. And in those days he was doing a, a lot of Coke from what I understand and read. I don't okay. know that for a fact, but he was a great dude. Amazing singer. Um, he's dead. And, uh, interestingly enough, um, I had the, the Seals and Crofts version on, um, on a radio one day this summer, much to my brother-in-law, Brian's disgust. And he turns to me and he goes, hey, hey, Dave, they're both dead. <laughs> As what in Seals, Seals and Crofts, they're both dead. Ruined the song for me, and I know Peter Steele's dead. So basically we're kind of killing Summer Breeze all around right now. Yeah, but I, but that's everybody. I mean, everything you listen to, you're like, dead, dead. Like, yeah. that's what I watch, dead, he, dead. But I mean, I still watch it. I mean, well, Michael the, Jackson, I'm dead. Right, dead. Kurt Cobain. Whitney, Whitney Houston, dead. Yep. Is any Michael Jackson songs Yacht Rock? Uh, yeah, there's a few that could be. Um, I can't think of any right now. Me either. Uh, let's see. But also, two Prince dead. Oh, I missed that. I don't think he had very. Oh, much. I, I saw him in concert. I'm, I saw him once. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. But I don't think he had anything that would be yacht rock worthy, which is a credit to his game. But yeah, right. so yeah, so hey, Dave, they're both dead, as in Seals and Crofts. That kind of ended the cheery, fun picnic in the sun real early that day. Um, Cliff Richard, I'm a fan. But why do they play Devil Woman as Yacht Rock? I don't feel that that's a Yacht Rock song. You know Devil Woman. I know, but I don't know it. Ah, I, mean, I heard you, it, I would know it. This I is good schooling for you. Devil Woman. <laughs> Devil Woman, yeah. That's all right. Uh, this one you have to know. This one screams summer. This one screams summer. America, Ventura Highway. Oh, yeah, Ventura. Yeah, I know, yeah. You what? know America. I mean, it's Sister Golden Hair. <laughs> Right. Well, Ventura Highway, as opposed to Pico Boulevard, you got an actual song here. Uh, thumbs up to, I think, uh, I think it's a, a about as summery tune as a summery tune can be. It's about traveling. They're on their way. When I was a kid, I thought it was Venture uh, Highway, as in get on the road, you motherfucker. But no, it's Ventura Highway, kids. Um, yeah. And I just didn't know that. I, like I said, made up my own lyrics as a kid. Uh, we've been through Billy Ocean. I think you were a fan of that. Uh, Boz Skaggs, Lido. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Skaggs anymore, right? Didn't he change? Oh, wait. One of those guys changed his name. Did it become something? Was oh, that Boz Skaggs? Probably ruin his legacy while he's making money off of Yacht Rock. I don't know. Uh, but Lido's what a bot? hot one for folks. Uh, it's played every bar in Long Island and Jersey that I remember. Where? What? Which? What? Boz Skaggs. Boss? He's on every, like every jukebox has him in it. Uh, it's like having meatloaf. I don't know. That may be why I left Long Island. We went, we went to New Orleans. We played the end, and then before we left, we put it on the second time and walked out. So they must have been very happy with us. That's what I was thinking <laughs> with the jukebox. The end. Well, this is a weird one. Listen, Boss Gags are getting a thumbs up and a thumbs down because Georgie Porgy is a horrible song, and they play that on Yacht Rock, and it's a big thumbs down, and it's just too long. It's terrible. The name 
terrible. I don't want to hear a song about Georgie Porgy. That's a kid who got his ass kicked when he was a kid. Yeah, and it is. And the song, this female singing Georgie Porgy Puddin' Pie, and they don't stop singing it, and it can drive me fucking nuts. Y'all won't be there. Please, all right, I had to conjure the Michael McDonald back. Whew. Okay, that was close. Ooh. Rupert Holmes. Everybody knows Rupert Holmes. John Holmes' brother. Uh, he wishes. No, the Escape song, the Pina Colada song. Yeah, yes, Rupert Holmes. Now he's a weird one. Okay, he's an enigma with uh, with uh, um, this yacht rock situation uh, because he has one of the hottest songs. If you like pina coladas, just whatever you do, don't buy that grump on a stump of pina colada because he's gonna pour it in your face. He hates they, pina coladas. They they went. They went apeshit for that at the Yard Rock concert. Everybody was singing it along. Everybody bunch, loved that song. Bunch of dorks. Uh, yeah, well, they should know that Rupert Holmes hates pina coladas, and he doesn't want to be oh. served. Any. People used to buy them for him, and he would turn them away. I would think so. I'd be like, yeah, all right. What a jerk. I'd accept it. Give it to my friends or something. You know? Yeah, Don't what be that? a jerk. Dude, dude, the, the song made you millions, yeah. I would think. Oh. Well, it gets worse. It gets, this is where it gets okay. bad. Okay. Uh, you got the Pina Colada songs a hit, thumbs up, whatever. It can be Yacht Rock. Uh, he had two follow-ups. Him, what's she going to do about him? Okay. Do you know the song, uh -huh. Him? Oh, God. Once that gets in your head. Uh, definitely not. That's thumbs down. Not a Yacht Rock song. And one worse than that, the hokey song, Answering Machine. This was a bad attempt at being technically cute with sound bites of an actual answering machine in the 70s. Okay. Yeah, he tried to go Trent Reznor, and it ends up being like you know, my three sons. It's just terrible. It's it, it's just so bad. Um, Bertie Higgins, Key Largo. I'm giving that a thumbs up because yeah, Bertie Higgins, thumbs up. You know you don't know that one? Digging into some big league chew on our way to Key Largo. You don't know that one? I do like big league chew, but no, I don't. Okay. I mean, I I those, heard it. Those are the real lyrics. I, yeah. I was gonna take out, I was gonna take out my YouTube channel and start playing like look up everything you were talking about, but <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I guess it's pretty funny that you don't know all these, and you're you're from Jersey. You've been to New York and Long Island. These songs are all Dude, over the place. Though. I okay, I'll tell you something. You want to hear something about how, how Jersey I am? I am so Jersey <laughs> that we were given box seats to go see Bruce Springsteen, and we both didn't want to go. Oh it, man! Whoa! What if that was Bon Jovi? Would you have gone? Another one I can't stand. Uh, so interesting. I am not a fan, and I am not a Bruce Springsteen fan. Well, I'm, I'm in good company because I am the same as you. But I like the Smithereens. I, I worked with a guy whose first cousin was lead singer in the Smithereens. Oh, Smithereens rock, man. Rock that, that, that guy, I just, no, that, I, I just oh, got oh. them on uh, on vinyl. Um, that dude no. died a, a little bit ago. But, yeah, he died. He died. No, no. Smithereens, I like, I'm saying. I'm a Smithereens uh, fan. I am not a Bon Jovi or Bruce Springsteen fan. The Blood and Roses song is so amazing. Uh, Girl Like You. Uh, oh, dude, they're yeah. so great. And what did he die of? Because he wasn't that old. No, but I don't think... He was a weird dude. And my, my, my guy I worked with had to go through the house. He had all this... He was a hoarder. And he had all this crate, like pinball machines, all this... He had a lot of wild stuff at his house. I think he just got sick. I don't think he took care of himself. Oh man, and he he like reinvented the goatee. Yeah, yeah. He he wore he 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 wore the shit out of that. Yes, I agree he with did. you. He, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like the the, the Hitler of goatees, but ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you could laugh at that. Hear that? 
<laughs> Oof. Um, okay, this one you can't... You cannot not have heard this one because it's been remade by Thanks Weezer for remaking this damn song that never went away. Toto's Africa. I, I love Africa. Okay. I love Toto. Actually, I don't know if I love Africa. What's the other one song name? Rosanna. Rosanna. No, I think I like I think I like Africa better. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line was another big hit. I think it was really big in Japan, actually. Hold the line. Um Rosanna was there Rose- I think that's bigger than Africa was for a while. A little known fact, the story behind that is uh, that I think the lead singer, one of the Toto guys, was dating Rosanna Arquette, and that was about Ooh. her. Very chesty. I always liked Rosanna. She was in a she's uh, in a Madonna Van, movie. Van Damme film that really put her on the map in the early nineties. No, 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 uh, every, uh, no. Desperately seeking Susan. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I just never saw it. And in a, she was in Pulp Fiction. Oh, of course. No, I'm not. I'm just saying early on when this song hit, it was the 80s, though. You know, like, I, I don't know what she was doing then. I guess Desperately Seeking Susan. Desperately Seeking Susan. Damn, that's a nice pick. That's a nice pickup. Look at you with the gems. I know. Well, I, yeah, I listen to a lot of music. Uh, but yeah, uh, so whether or not that's true, it's about Rosanna Arquette. I believe it is true. Uh, but how the hell did I, this? How did a guy from Toto score that? What you what, 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 what call it? Uh, you may just maybe think of. Uh, uh, from Friends, who uh, the one who's on the morning show. What the hell's her name? Uh, she dated a, a really goofy-looking guy with weird hair in the 90s. Some, I, I, I'm picturing his face. He was a chubby guy. They said he got the hottest girl. Look at Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger got, has been with the hottest. What? He's with a 30-year-old ballerina. Ah, uh, true. Christopher, musicians get, musicians get, please. Then, okay. Music- Help me out here, because uh, uh, one of my friends from Jersey, very New Jersey. There is a New Jersey way, by the way. I like a lot of New Jersey folks, and there is a certain attitude. And this guy, my friend Brian, yeah, Pomponi, I'm talking to you. I'm calling out a friend. He had a problem with King of Queens, because he would say, what is she doing with a fat piece of shit like him? <laughs> yeah, 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 that does make a little, okay, respect. That's respect, rough. But, That's rough. But made her laugh. You know what? Yeah, he God. made her laugh. Yeah, yeah. That, not, not my not words. A, I'm not fat shaming here, folks. I am quoting other people. No, but. no, no. We're not fat shaming. You know, look, listen. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Like when I, yeah, I mean, how did he get her? I think uh, he made a laugh. Yeah, I mean, the guy from Toto wasn't fat. He was just weird and ugly, I guess. But yeah, singing and being funny. Yeah, I know those are two things that are big with women. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about right now. But I do have the final song here uh, for uh, Yacht Rock Radio this year. Because as it sails away in the distance, we're saying goodbye to summer. Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street. Don't know that one. Oh, come on. It's mostly an instrumental. Uh, Baker Street, essential thumbs up. The Foo Fighters version of it is amazing in the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know well, you know Jerry Rafferty Baker Street? I know you do. Do 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 do. Anyway, uh, that song reminded me of being a kid sitting in my, the back of my dad's car on my way to swimming lessons, and we would stop at Seven Eleven, and I could buy baseball cards, Star Wars cards, and I actually had Jaws two cards, and I'd be Jaws. opening my packs, and that song would always be on the radio. Still have them? Yeah, Jerry Rafferty Baker Street. No, do you have the do you have the cards? Oh, I got my cards. Yeah, I got Jaws two cards. Uh, the baseball cards, yes, uh, I've sold a few. 
But I still have my Jaws 2. I even have some E.T. ones, which I really, eh, whatever. Uh, I've seen it yeah. once, as, once so, was enough. When it comes down to it, so basically if you do a sports show, you really don't know your Yacht Rock that well, do you? <laughs> no. I mean, I hope this across. <laughs> Man, you don't know Bertie Higgins' Key Largo. Wait till you hear. I what You want to be on, and I was like, this is what you want to talk about is Yacht Rock? I mean, we've got so much to talk about. Let's talk about Meg 2 for about an hour. Oh, but, there's but not much rock. to talk about there, man. That's you listen, rough. You listen. I mean, you know, I sometimes you just got to watch a movie. Oh, they had on all the Sharknados on sci-fi when I, I started watching. That is something. What, they make seven Sharknados? I mean, good God. The final that. one. Yeah, there's the final one is actually on Shudder. They're making it like a tribute to uh, to the Sharknados. Or they're just out of horror movies to put up. Um, I could talk about that, too, because right now horror movies, they're only putting out uh, foreign films because of the writer's strike right now. So Shudder only is playing these really bad foreign films. Um, and when I say bad, half of them are unwatchable. The other half, if you get through, let me know. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of ones up on uh, – I'm on this – some. I I get, get something through this guy I know, and they're all Australian now. Yeah, they're all Australian that could be now. good. Um, I I watch uh, there's uh, actually the ones from Poland are very they're slow burns. Russian ones are very slow. Sometimes there's a payoff, sometimes there isn't. I'm just burnt out on the foreign films. I need this writer strike to end. Uh, I'm I'm burnt out on the bad ones. There's a lot of good ones. Don't get me wrong. I sit here and talk about my wait, favorite wait, horror movies being foreign. Did you films. see the? Oh, wait, that's what I want to ask. Did you see the orange origin one about um what was it uh Dracula the, on the ship that just came? Oh, the Demeter. Came? Yeah, the last the last uh what was it the, the last cruise on the Demeter. Uh, yeah, that, that that Vegas ship with the vampire on it. Um, what, yes, uh, I want to see that. It looks like it might actually be scary. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you if you saw that yet. Not yet. Um, I, I do want to see it. It's a good idea. I don't know how they're going to end it differently unless there's a lifeboat that somebody gets away on because that ship arrives pretty much empty and dead. A la Dracul. So hopefully somebody survives and surprises us. I, I doubt. I don't think they know how to surprise an audience anymore. No, they really don't. I mean, they just keep retreading stuff. Oh, it's so I'm... bad. I mean, what happens to a groove in a record? You know, eventually it wears away, it skips, it cracks. You know, you got to, like, come up fresh, man. And uh, that's all I got here, man. I, I was just doing my Yacht Rocky thing. Um, have you seen any other horror movies you can recommend right now? Because I'm about to go watch one called Creepy Crawlies, yet a foreign film, but I have some faith in this one. Uh, I, 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 I did. They just finished the season of what was it? Fourth or fifth season, but it's not. It's really a comedy horror. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's a great show. That's a great show. Great show. <laughs> oh my God, Laszlo. I, they're just so great. Naja. Oh, they're just. They're amazing. Uh, I, I just I mean, and uh, oh, Colin Robertson, who just came back. <laughs> <laughs> the energy he just talks about it is definitely about nothing you want to talk about. Exactly. Yeah, actually, uh, you know, Frank is really into that. And kids, you know who Frank is now. That was my brother-in-law when we interviewed the guy for Mickey Seven, Ed Ashton. See what I yes. did there? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it just so happens this guy JD Talking Sports grew up with Frank. And, and but Frank won't do my goddamn podcast. He's, <laughs> I have nothing to talk about. I go, you send me Manuka all goddamn day, and you have nothing to talk about. I go, are you fucking kidding me, Frank? And he's like, I, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know if I have stuff to talk about. I go, are you kidding me? 
if I put a microphone in front of you, you talk for 15 hours that you don't like the color of the pants of the football team. It's different from 14 years ago. And you're sending me pictures and, and, uh, and, and, um, and the data to show me research. I'm like, Oh my God, dude. Yeah. But he came on your show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah. He won't be there. He won't come over. I don't know what that's about. He might. I think he, I think he had to get the bug, and now I gave it to him. So you might, maybe he's going to be your new co-host. All three of us should be in a show together. I mean, listen, I'll, <laughs> I'll come on anytime you want because you always have great stuff, and I will whenever you want, man. Okay, cool. No, I'm going to have you back. Critical Mass is going to be a a regular thing here. So now that you now that you know you have a theme that you've had for 15 years, well, 12 years. Um, yeah, you got to hear your theme music. Um, <laughs> all right, folks, listen, this was fun. Um, you could find us, okay, we're on Spotify right now. We're everywhere you can find podcasts for the most part. Spotify is a favorite. Um, Stitcher. Uh, I'm at Fairly Dark on X. I don't really use X that much. You can go to celebrationofspirits.com. Lots of creative stuff there. My artist Bob Hoagland is there, and Jess Weary is there, and uh, Dr. Peeler Issue 2 is coming out. We'll be there. Fairlydarkproductions.com is my site. You can get some you'll get the episodes there for kettle whistle radio and um some of my books are on there too which helps this thing roll and um gosh what else did i forget facebook give us a like on facebook kettle whistle radio we really would appreciate that um and you could always go to burningbulbpublishing.com for all your horror needs what do you got for me jd talking sports just jd talk talking sports drop the g on facebook X, yeah, you're right. It's not Twitter anymore. Facebook, X, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok. Pinterest. I think that's about it. And if you want to talk, you want to listen to some sports, come to me. If you want to listen to horror and music, you come to David. He is the man, the man, the myth, and the legend. Yeah, we'll be there. I'll come over. It's uh, yeah, it's uh. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. We're back now. So, uh, yeah, we had a little bit of a hiatus, but that's over now. And we got good stuff coming your way, folks. Uh, we got bands coming up. And we got Valerie Sofranco's coming back, our special effects lady. And uh, definitely Dandy Brown, you kids might remember, was in a band called Hermano. And very post-grunge stuff, but great rock and roll with the Fizz Fuzz. Um, good band. Check them out. Uh, excellent band with some veterans there. Um, and, uh, geez, there's more to come. I just can't really, we got walking dead connections, uh, to wrap things up with that particular show. And we got some cool people that we met there right on the beach, right next to us on the beach. And the next thing you know, we're friends. So I can't announce who they are because of the writer's strike. They can't be crossing the picket lines. If you know what I mean, I know you do. You had your, uh, fanfare over in LA for a while, right? Yes. Yeah. You made a movie. In a movie that didn't go anywhere, but I mean, I'm thinking about putting it up on some places just Why because, not? yeah, because you got to pay like three, three, four thousand, five thousand to get it on Netflix or on oh. Amazon. Oh my god! And out there anyway, so why not give it a shot? Do Amazon? Yeah, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. All I right. thought about it. I don't. I don't have four thousand dollars right now, but if oh. I did, when you do it, you know, we can announce it here, uh, you know, and get that done. Appreciate, uh, I appreciate. Yeah, appreciate it. absolutely. I pre- all right. Uh, it sounds like you're busy there, and I got to go. It's time to go. I'm going to say goodbye, good night, good morning, whatever. Um, you, uh, you could say good night, too, if you want. Good night. All right. Thanks for doing go. this. Go ahead. I cut you off. 
No, that's all right. (laughs) We're cutting everybody off. Goodbye, folks. Subculture, subculture, music, horror, sex, art, and overall bad ass. This is Society 13, Redefining Podcasting.
Hi, I'm Lessa Gaudet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Electric Acid.